uh, right now the, the national student walkout is going on. Well, it will be. I think it's 10 o'clock local time each in so, each district. We always kind of criticize any type of protests or message because they don't have a concise message. Do we know the message of the student walkout? Predominantly to uh, raise awareness on gun violence in schools. Okay. And it is a problem. I mean, there is an issue now. It's not the, you know, you do have now gun it's a violence. problem. Yeah, that's the thing. It's always it's always been a problem. Uh, uh, it's, it's come to the the forefront right now, and of course. I believe personally a lot of the wrong arguments are being talked about it's not about how many bullets can fit into a magazine at any given moment in my opinion it's that it's happening period okay. you know uh i think this walkout i can't be firmly opposed to it we talked about it a couple of weeks ago saying if your heart's in the right place if you're willing to accept the repercussions and there are uh, lawyers the law firms are going out there saying if you are suspended or, or yeah, yeah we're representing you um and then bill you but a lot of the schools and the, this this to me is important a lot of the schools are recognizing it and, and are offering alternatives let's have a sit-in let's take that same time because it's supposed to be for 17 minutes one for each child killed in this florida shooting from 10 to 10 17. okay a lot of schools are i mean that's kind of illustrative you know kind of cosmetic but i get it you know it's like ringing a bell 39 times for each man on the edmund fitzgerald that kind of thing but a lot of schools are saying, let's have an assembly. Let's talk about it. We can't make it political. And that's what that's the big push. You can't have this can't be an anti-gun or anti-NRA or pro-gun or pro-NRA uh, political thing. This that That's what gets you in trouble. Um, trouble how? With, with, like with, society or just with like? With school. You, you, you can't campaign on a public school. Oh. PACs can't go into schools and with, you know, big tobacco can't go into a school. Big Pharma, Big Oil, NRA, Planned Parenthood. Well, I imagine something's going to happen, some extreme things. I mean, there's spectrums all over the place. Well, I think that what, what's kind of strange to me about this, though, is it does set— I've never heard of a school doing this. I've, I know, I've known of schools doing not protests or anything like that, but it's more of like a, a moment of silence or, you know, whatever. But then they go on their normal schedule that day, like, there's some schools actually going to Washington D.C. because mm -hmm. that was one thing I heard an uproar in Baltimore where they were they spent there they did a hundred thousand dollar deal where they're bussing the school system down to Washington D.C. for the the march and a lot of people were upset because the lack of funds and the Baltimore ISD area yeah, now you have a hundred thousand for a bus so. And and here's the thing this can go one of two ways uh, again in Skippy's humble opinion. Uh, much it can either be a, a catalyst for some change or it can be the start of the slippery slope which is okay now we don't like this so we're going to stage a walkout where the where walkouts become the new norm and that's my biggest concern about this hopefully not uh if this is handled properly as, as a one-off deal as you know we these students think we deserve to be heard and not the ones that like cnn or msnbc or even fox are grabbing to give one side or the other but just say you know the new norm in our schools is we can die, and this is wrong, and something needs to change. And it's not the new norm, but it's, like I said, it's the norm, but it's becoming more prevalent. It is. I mean, think about in the previous administration, 14 school shootings happened, and the same speech was given after each one. We're going to work on this. Nothing's happening. So I think change does need to happen in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if it's metal detectors because you can have a ceramic gun or a knife. Is it clear backpacks? You can hide it in your under your belt or in your you know get an ankle holster. So, well, it would be interesting to see any place of gathering that has like say two thousand people or more and how they handle their safety. Because I know there's stadiums. I know like the energy. You Nobody know got some. They got so much flack for doing the clear backpacks or the clear deals, and that's the only thing you can't bring a person or something mm. like that. I'm trying to remember what was the exact deal. You couldn't bring a person. You couldn't bring a person, so you had to bring something clear. And I know that was a fashion statement for the ladies. And well, uh, and so many times that's cosmetic. How about a fanny pack? Can you can you? Yeah, as long as it's transparent, fanny pack. And that that that's the problem because a lot of those are cosmetic. It's like uh, with the airlines, TSA, which was formed as a result. But I and, and I hesitate to say this on the air because it's going to put me on a watch list. I guarantee you that you can make an explosive out of less than three point four ounces of any materials. But you know TSA says, oh, this thing needs to be under three point four. Well, I don't think I don't think they do that kind of stuff just to 
to limit. I think it's more of the chances go down. Well, it does, but a lot of it's very cosmetic. That if you really want to hurt, somebody. blow up, yeah, hurt somebody. If you want to blow up a plane, believe me, you can get six two ounce tubes of this is my toothpaste, this is my shampoo, and mix them together and make yourself an explosive. There is no uh, magic. No, there's no leaving a water bottle. You can't bring your water bottle I feel like the education in. on that is pretty high. Like you can't, not everyone knows how to do that. Uh, and, and I agree that. But then again, if you're going to take down an airplane or plow an airplane into a tower, you've had some education on how to do it. Yeah. And they will train you for it. But it's like a water bottle. There is, you know, instead of making you throw a water you know, bottle, you take know, a swig One out thing of it. I wish technology would, somehow we would have this, but I mean, probably one day we will is able to look up stats and actually see some numbers on all this kind of stuff. Because every time something like this happens, the news cycle goes for 48 hours of just misinformation or, mm-hmm. you know, misinterpretation. Or they kind of they kind of glorify it or they, you know, they kind of shade it on one way. The FBI crime database is there. Yeah. And I'm like, I always wondered, you know, like you said, the 14, 14 school, school, sh- school shootings, meaning mass shootings. Remember, so what counts as a mass shooting? Well, more let's say more than four. You know, a lot of unfortunately in high schools, a lot of suicides happen. Gun, gun violence. Because I feel like that's more on chance of the difference between a non-mass and a mass. It's more of chance of the day or the, the actual scenario that happens because you, you're looking at people who who are arguing you know, a high capacity whatever mm-hmm. is that's 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 what causes the difference between a shooting and a mass shooting. And I'm thinking, oh, well, I really no. Go, well, you can mash you with a with a with a well, revolver. Oh, I'm a, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's just a matter of that we don't want the shooting to happen at all, or or we do the logical approach. Why don't we kind of like do the tube thing, where we try to limit the chances of it escalating more? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, that could be a good way to, to start a change, and then it gets more extreme or whatever rules you have. But I, that's it. But I, like I said, I love. I wish there was a way to look at some stats. That way, you can kind of interpret what could be a good resolution to it. Great idea. And like I said, the FBI does have a crime database, which breaks down so many things. And that's why you know I know that more people are killed every year with baseball bats than quote assault weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all there is to it. So when people think we got to save the children, absolutely, let's ban the baseball bat and the car, and we'll save five well, I times. Think I, well, I mean. But that's that's not realistic. You see what I'm saying? It's the wrong argument. Yeah, for well, being that is wrong, in my, my opinion, because you're talking about taking a life, and there's different ways to take a life. It could be an accident, or it could be on purpose. And the car is typically on accident. The gun, that's typically well, on. Well, when you say on accident, most of those are, are drunk driving. Are they or prevent? Well, it's just more of like driving. what's preventable. Well, if you want the government to protect the children, have them ban cars and provide public transportation. That's the basically what they're saying with guns. Uh, same basic premise. That's why it's, a, it's in legal terms, it's called a slippery slope. It's okay, we're going to ban this or that, but then why not this? Why not that? As a result, same thing with the walkout. Mm-hmm. This, if this is the new norm, we can't have it to where every three, you know, people are, are spent walking how out. Many, how many kids do you think that are in school right now doing the walkout are going, like, I'm just going to go home? Well, that's the thing. That's why they said 10 to 10, 17 for that very purpose. They're actually kind of doing it. Right, and I think the the schools are responding properly for the Well, there's most some part. schools that are marching. They're doing actual like marching down streets. And every student for 17 minutes they're going to do that. Uh, that's the apparently and probably 17 minutes of silence. Se- there's no way you can get there and get back in. Well, no, is they're taking the day off for a field trip. But I mean, the, the actual events of of something will supposed to be for 17 minutes. Oh. Uh, as long as the students are prepared to handle the repercussions, that's that's the learning experience. And I hope they do. I hope they learn from it in the best way. Man, awful. <laughs> Boys Lone Star, we're going to take a quick sponsor break. We'll be back. IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Stick around. Don't forget, we're still giving away those tickets to the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. So just Facebook us, say you want the tickets, or call in 936-647-3776. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com 
or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Warren's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. 48 degrees outside in Montgomery County. High today is going to be 70, low is going to be 46, with so 1% chance of rain, folks. We're going to have special guests Dylan and Leanna, or I hope that's Leanna. Uh, they're going to be talking about Robert Boyton, a three-year-old who uh, nearly drowned on the 28th of February. And uh, he's in the hospital right now with a serious brain injury and about fundraiser, about, about a fundraiser to help cover medical costs. It's coming up at 10 o'clock, but for a couple of minutes, we're going to be Closing out this hour with Skippy and I, we're talking about the walkout that's going to happen in ten minutes or yeah, ten minutes around that. Yeah, lo- locally apparently for the school. I know it's what's funny about this kind of thing is everyone's going to choose to do their own deal, and and this is the stat thing I was telling about. I really would like to know what the most extreme one was, similar to like the full story behind the Baltimore deal, because they're talking about how the because you know every pu- every public school has their records public. And mm-hmm. so they found out they're spending $100,000 on buses to bust these kids down to D.C. for the actual, like, main march on whatever the big protest you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really wanted the full story behind that just because, you know, if there are certain schools around the country who are suffering when it comes to financial stuff, you know, you always see that Facebook post, hey, I'm trying to raise funds for art supplies or our team you know we won the national championships we can't afford to go please you know and these kids are going out there doing car washes that's what i'm saying it's here's the thing what if change does happen as a result of this march let's say that baltimore school is the tipping point and and kids are are saved you know something happens it makes a tangible difference was that worth a hundred thousand I don't know. Well, there's no right or wrong answer to that, but it's like you got to balance. Okay, we got to spend some to get there. Uh, I agree that I I hate it when, well, we can't afford this, we can't afford that. Oh, but now suddenly, magically, we can. Now, maybe they got some, you know, concerned parents who who pooled their money and came up with 100 grand. I don't know if it called this cost of school uh, district directly. Um, There's the flip side of this, kind of a segue. Uh, So, along with the student walkout in Northern California, there is a high school teacher who is teaching a gun safety class. And this man is like former military. I think he's a former Marine and stuff. Um, and in the middle of this gun safety demonstration, he shot someone. It, I'm, I'm snickering because it, the irony is just there. Fortunately, no one died. Uh, he, it, the bullet fired in the ceiling and ricocheted off and, and nicked a kid. Um, kid's not. He's injured. He'll live. He's been shot. There are going to be some repercussions to that. But, we, Dick, you and I were talking a few weeks ago about, you know, should teachers have be armed? And, and my stance was you got to, to to be armed, you have to emotionally be ready to put put a bullet between someone's yeah, eyes. Yeah, well, I mean, there's training and everything. I mean, what's, what's kind of confusing with this story, he wasn't a teacher. He, like, what, not like a full-time teacher. He wasn't like Bob, the history professor. Well, see, that's when I was reading it. It was, he is apparently a high school teacher, but he was hauled into part-time, this class. He's a part-time officer. Yes. He's doing public safety. He was right. So he wasn't doing it as, you know, okay, hey, kids, welcome to homeroom. Today we're going to field strip an MR, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, but it, I just read that and I went, of course. What's even stranger, what's even week. stranger about that story, if, you, if you're reading the actual article of it. Mm-hmm. So the teen's father, one of the, because there's three students injured, right? So this is what I was reading. I was like, this doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. So it says the teen's father, uh, I can't pronounce the name, said he rushed his son to the hospital after the 17-year-old returned from school with blood on his shirt and a neck injury. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, after school, they weren't, after this happened, they weren't immediately lit out of school. They didn't call the parent. Hey, come pick up your kid. He was shot. He didn't send him to the school nurse. Yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. What? And I don't – that's the only thing that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. And so, like, like I said, the reporting and the stories on this kind of stuff, you don't get the full story mainly because we just need to put cameras everywhere. And then immediately when it happens, it's it's accessed through public information. Because, I mean, come on. Think about that. Think about your dad or a, a mom and your son comes home with a bloody shirt. Now, this wasn't – and what's, what's creepy to me is he wasn't informed. Because you think immediately if there's a gun that goes off at a school, you're every every parent is called saying, "Hey, you you." Because I know Montgomery ISD does this, mm-hmm. and like it's like, "Hey, just to let you know, this happened today at school. 
talk to your kids about it if you feel like it, and, you know, that kind of thing, because, like, you know, communication with your kids is important. Right. But it sounded like they didn't even send these kids home. Yeah, immediately. The case, they it's... just said, hey, wait till the bell rings at three and you're go home. And he comes home with a bloody. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what really happened. You know, that's why that's when I was like, I don't know if this is a really good cash. We'll have to do a follow up on this. It, it could be maybe it was ketchup and the kid made it up. Who knows? Yeah. But well, yeah. No, no, I don't think it was made up. I just think it was I, to me when you read something like that is blown out of proportion. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, a gun clearly went off, but I mean, I don't. And that's where I just maybe, shake, if maybe, nothing else that happened, and I just shake my head at that going, of course, you accidentally fired a gun in a school. Well, I don't know why you would ever bring a loaded gun in, into school, well, to be honest. Yeah, even know. teaching gun safety, you put in a blank. Not yeah. even a blank. You don't ever load a gun. Well, you got to show how to how to load and how to ratchet the gun. And yeah, I know, but like, if there's you, a just, jam. you don't come in with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so that, that keeps the argument going. You know, is arming teachers an answer? I say no, personally. Yeah. Um, how about, teachers have how about arming a Jake? Arming a Jake? You know, yeah. if Jake brought tacos, I would actually throw myself in front of a bullet for Jake. Yeah, he just stepped in. Look at this. Look at this fly guy. He's he's pretty fly for Jake a from Sports Talk is in the studio, folks. Don't forget his show's on at noon. If you're a sports guy, check it out. One. Why do I keep saying it's noon? I don't know, Dick. Because I'm an idiot. No, I think it's the drugs. Kids, just say no. Dick is living proof of that. Yeah. Keep off the Tylenol. That's it'll, right. it'll mess up your DNA. You know, I'm excited about the show today. There's a lot of sports stuff going on. Sports! And, uh, and uh, Jake, why don't you take a seat, man? I guess I Welcome to the studio, Jake. It's a... Yeah, yeah. There we How's go. everybody doing this morning? Doing good. We got a couple of minutes before we can take our music break. You doing all right? Yeah. What, what, give us a little preview for today's show at, right. at 1 o'clock. Well, I'm going to get nostalgic. Central. Daylight and, time. Yes. Daylight time. Yes. I'm gonna get a little nostalgic, and I know for a young man, that's kind of hard to believe, especially sitting across from a. You think about last year's no, games? No, I'm, I'm thinking of like mid 2000s. Real oh nostalgic. Mid 2000s. That's old for me. I that's know. A long time ago. To me, it was last Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. In the grand scheme of Great, things. Yeah, cosmically, it was a blink. But uh, yeah, we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna give a little re- rundown of what I did on Sunday, and uh, and everything that went on with the golf that day. Did y'all watch anything? Any of the I golf? I saw he got second place. So did you watch it, or did you just see the, like, oh, Tiger Woods got second place? I just saw that he got second place. I don't – I'm a headline reader, man. I don't do the in-depth stuff. Well, we got that, and then, uh, obviously, we got March Madness and NFL Free Agency started this week. Yeah, did you hear about that Woodlands guy thinking about doing a little uh, FaceTime video talking about joining the Texans? Did you see that? No, I did not. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. He can bring his switches with him, right? <laughs> No, we're gonna keep those at home, and yeah, it's we got tons to talk about quarterbacks galore and what's going on in Minneapolis. That's crazy. So yeah, I was reading a little bit about that Kirk Cousins deal, and guaranteed money. Yeah, like he's not that good, and I was like, damn, I wish I was. Oh, him. is that that big contract that was just signed? Did yeah, I read about uh, eighty-three like, million yeah. guaranteed. The, the the big part of that is guaranteed because. That's it's never. Just, all he's got to do is, is take the, one wrong hit in the well, first game. A lot of people who see the money in football, none of it's, most of it's not guaranteed. So when they tie the hundred twenty million dollar contracts, it's like a, a lot of that's back end loaded. Yeah, and that's if they play the full contract, which most of the time they. And don't. I, I, but guarantee you, if you're a football player, they're not doing their numbers. So I mean, I bet if you, if they had like they hired an accountant going, this is my contract. <laughs> Did I get this much money after my playing time? No, no. <laughs> no. I guarantee the NFL is skipping out on some stuff because I mean it gets detailed. Sue us, we dare you. I can see it. I, can, I know. I, yeah, I, I mean, definitely. If, get if you're it. guaranteed eighty-three million dollars, I'm gonna jump. Skip. I'm gonna make have sure. You ever, have you ever not cashed a check from an employee or from an employer? Just once. Just once. Just once. There's a. I felt bad about taking their money. There's so. a scandal going around right now in the NFL of players not trusting banks and everything like that, and so they do not cash their game checks. Really? And these teams don't they have get, direct deposit? No, they get paid in checks, and these teams get furious with them because they they have all these money, all this money on the books, but yet you know it's like their their checks. Hey, hey going guys, through. cash your checks. Yeah, yeah, okay, or sign them over to us. That's great. More awesome. Lone Star. We got to do. Uh, we got to do a uh, song break. To get ready for a special guest coming in, we have Dylan Leanne coming in. I talk about their Robert Boytim fundraiser coming up, and uh, yeah, so stick around. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here on Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course worldwide at irlonestar.com.
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm still Skippy. He's still Dick. We got Jake in the studio with us. Jake is my favorite person in the whole wide world now because he brought me tacos this morning. Thank you, Jake. And they're active tacos, not lazy tacos. They are yeah, active love, working love tacos. Those active tacos. Yeah, they are working <laughs> active tacos. It is 10.07 a.m. It's going to be another bright day. 1% chance of rain because we just can't commit to 0%. And uh, going to warm up a little bit more today. Uh, I think it's going to get a little gnarlier come the weekend, but right now, enjoy the weather. We are happily sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. And trust me, if I had money to give them, I would, and they would take care of it way better than I ever could. Thank you for being our sponsors this morning. Along with Jake, we have... <laughs> but you don't like my... No, you're... you're <laughs> my sponsor call-outs? You're golden, Skippy. Yeah, you like that? Okay, thank you. I try so hard. I earn my Conroe coffee every morning. The taste's so delicious and warm going down my throat. Let me take a sip. Mmm. There we go. There we go. Yeah, our sponsors Welcome get their back. money's worth. Welcome back. But beyond Jake in the studio, we have another couple of great guests in here. Uh, so, you know, Jake and Dick, you know, the world is kind of a wacky place right now, right? And and I think times like this, it's really important to show the importance of, of family and friends and community. I think that's a big thing. And we have a couple of people in the studio here that I think embody uh, what community is all about. It's Lena and Dylan Standard. Uh, and, you know, there are a couple of schmoes from the neighborhood, you, you know, to say they're, they're not, you know, I don't think you're not celebrities, are you? Not yet. Okay. okay like, can you internet billionaires secretly? Yep. Anything? Okay. But yep. what, the, what they, yeah, they're working on it. But what they are, are family friends of, of a family in need, and they're here to tell you about it. So uh, let's start off with uh, you, Dylan. Uh, welcome to the studio, first yeah, off. thanks for having us. No problem. So you are friends with the Boytem family, right? Sure. And and something happened a little while ago. Why don't you tell us about what happened? Sure. So uh, on March 1st, um, the Boytems experienced what, what every parent's you know, worst fear is, and and uh, that is that they are, their little boy, Robert, who's three years old, um, was playing outside and accidentally um, fell into their, their family pond. They live on uh, on a farm here in the Montgomery area, or Montgomery County. And uh, he had a near drowning experience. I mean, he, he drowned but didn't didn't die. Um, he was fortunately rescued by a sibling, and um, you know was uh, resuscitated, and is currently down at Texas Children's in the Woodlands, um, in the ICU. And uh, so we're just uh, we're we're trying to um, just support him and his family. And uh, so yeah. So Lena, uh, you actually came up with an idea for like a fundraising event, right, for him. Yeah, well, actually, a lot of people came together. I think the community just really, um, these people have a lot of love in this community, and there, a lot of people wanted to just, just do something to be able to contribute to um, helping him get the treatment that he needs so he can recover. And so things just fell into place. More and more people started offering to help, and a benefit's being planned to, to raise some money so that he can have the treatment that he needs Saturday. And... Um, there's a, there are lots of activities at this benefit that I'm really excited about, um, one of which is the silent auction. And there have been just offers for all kinds of things donated to the silent auction, bed and breakfast stays, you know, skating parties, cakes, floral arrangements. I mean, I could go on and on. So many things are going to be available for you to bid on, and all of the proceeds will, of course, be going to the Boydham family. Um, there's a trikathon for the kids. So if you have anybody that can – get on a tricycle. It really doesn't matter how small or large they are. If they can get on a tricycle and pay a $5 entry fee, they can uh, participate in that. Jake, and I'm in if you are. I'm down. I was just about okay. to say, we got to convince Dick, though. Yeah. Okay, come on, Dick. Ride a trike for, for a good cause. As long as I get to be the front, 
Is that how it works? No, you're thinking of a tandem bike. This is oh. a three-wheeled bike. <laughs> oh. But we'll make sure you have a helmet and elbow and knee pads so you're, you're protected. All right, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, when and where is this uh, benefit going to be? So it's going to be this Saturday mm -hmm. um, from 3 to 6 p.m., and it's going to be at uh, uh, Montgomery. First, First, First Montgomery, Montgomery Church. Church. Excuse me. First Montgomery Church in Montgomery, and it's uh, right on 105, Highway 105, across from Ransoms. Okay. And, yeah, from 3 to 6 p.m. Cool. And so uh, this is open for the whole community, obviously. Yes. Now, is it like free to attend? Then you buy like raffle tickets or silent auction stuff. Is there a, a door fee? There's no door fee. It's free to attend. There's an opportunity just to give if you don't want to bid on anything in the auction. Um, barbecue. Um, yeah, we'll have, uh, yeah, we'll be having barbecue plates. Um, and then uh, there's going to be T-shirts and just some other things I think people might be yeah. selling out there. And then at the end of the um, of the benefit, we'll have a time of worship and just prayer where families can come together and just kind of lift Robert and his family up in prayer and we'll sing some songs and so yeah that's cool yeah go ahead I love silent auctions and I'm really disappointed because Saturdays are as most of y'all probably know now I work nights and so I sleep during the day and Saturday is one of my work days I can't make it is there a way that I can still help and participate Yes, there's actually yeah. a PayPal account, and if you go to the updates page, which I think he has written down over there, he could share with us, but um, if you go to the updates page, then you can scroll down and find the PayPal account, and you can just donate right through that. Okay. And so what you can do, people, and we will post this online, and do know that we are podcasts, and we do YouTube, uh, but uh, if you go to Facebook and just under the search, type in updates on Robert boy tim and that's b is in baker o y t i m and they'll tell you all you need to know but if you're a paypal fan just go to paypal.me me slash help robert boy tim and uh give something for a worthy cause we have a, a young young lad here who terrible tragic accident uh, is in Texas Children's Hospital in the Woodlands right now, which is not an uh, awesome medical center, but as you know, it's a very expensive medical center. And uh, this family needs needs your help. Uh, community's already going together. We got family. We got two family members right here, you know, Lane and Dylan, just, just coming out here wanting to spread the word. And we got to take this and run with it. So uh, this Saturday, 3 to, 6 p 3 to 6 p.m. at the First Montgomery Church on 105, right across the street from Ransom. So you can spend a lot of money at Ransom's and, you know, I have, I like them. Or you can turn around and take that money, go across the street to the church and help a, a kid uh, get better here. Are you guys cooking our barbecue? Am I, I going to see you behind the, the barbecue? No, bed? you won't see us, but uh, it's I can't remember who's providing the barbecue, you but know, it's going to be I good. It it's going to be yes. good barbecue. So. Oh, I'm looking for, I mean, I wish I could go because I love barbecue and I love silent auctions. So. I know, and tricycles. <laughs> yeah, well, I would pay anything to see you on a tricycle. I'll be there. I will, I will, I will be doing we'll this. We'll film it and send it to you. Yes, please. <laughs> we can get that out on Facebook and yeah, share it with the world. That would be great. Yeah, well, do a per view payment thing. You, yeah, you know, you watch Skippy on a trike for uh, five bucks a pop. <laughs> Your wife would be the main contributor to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't be in a bidding war. I'll pay, I'll pay you 20 bucks not to show it, and she'll pay 40 to show it. It'll just go downhill from there. Well, let's recap it real quick so the people who are just now joining us just kind of lay it down this weekend. Where can they find more information? And especially after if they can't make it this weekend, how can they help? So um, if you can't make it, you can just go on to uh, Facebook and follow um, follow their page. It's uh, updates on Robert Boydum, how you can pray and help. Um, but, yeah, the benefit will be from 3 to 6 p.m. at First Montgomery Church in Montgomery this coming Saturday. And, uh, yeah, we just hope everybody can make it out. And uh, if not, you know, at the very least, if you could just lift his family up in prayer, um, that would be awesome. We've seen just a huge outpour of people from all over the country and even all over the world who have, um, who have you know, been lifting, lifting him up. And uh, it's just been really, really awesome to see how the community has just come together and, and supported this family. So, yeah, we hope, hope you can make it out. It would be awesome. That would be awesome. Well, thank you for coming in, and we will be sharing the, the page itself on our, our Facebook, and then if you're checking out the podcast, there's plenty of chances for you to help out through the PayPal and donate, and also to keep, uh, I encourage you to follow the page to see the updates and things yeah. like that about how Robert's doing. We're going to be uh, taking a short sponsor break here on Morning's Lone Star. Again, thank you guys so much for coming in and sharing thank the story, and uh, we'll keep updating about Robert here on Morning's Lone Star. It's 1016, short sponsor break, right back. Turn to me as if to say
Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, sorry, the music was lulling me to sleep. We're back with Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy and Jake in the studio. He's still here. We haven't scared him off yet. Skippy, I think of you when I think of this song. Well, uh, special, <laughs> special thanks to Dylan and Lena coming in, talking about Robert Boydham. Check out this weekend, Saturday, if you really want to get involved and help the community out. This is a, a tragic story that can have a positive ending if you help out and also pray for Robert Boydham. Uh, just look up Facebook, type in Robert Boydham, you'll find him. Or we're going to be posting with the podcast version of the show uh, a link to the PayPal and more information about the auction and everything happening over there in Montgomery, right by the Ransom Steakhouse on Saturday. So thank you again for coming in. Yeah. When when people ask like you know why do you really love Texas and everything like that and you know people are like oh it's just it's just another state it's not that special. I mean, it's things like this that you mean another country, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No one can base community. It's the, it's you're, the greatest you're right, country Jay. on earth. Yeah, it's what it is. So. And greatest state in the greatest country well, because it, nobody embodies community like Texas. I really feel when, that. Well, when Dylan, you know, we asked the question about who's cooking the barbecue, and you know, they have more information on that. But I go, I feel like even if you didn't know. It's still going to be good. It's going to be good barbecue. Because Texas has some pretty good barbecue. I, mean, <laughs> I like, was just curious if he was going to be the one back behind the, the barbecue pit. Because I did some barbecue. I actually brought barbecue for lunch today. So Did I'm, you? I'm really, oh, for myself, not for did you guys. Did you? He brought us tacos. He brought us tacos. I think that's why he brought us tacos. Because he's like, man, I forgot to bring the barbecue. All right. Got to make it okay. <laughs> got to make it okay. Got to make it right. Well, uh, we got Jake in the studio. And if you didn't know, Jake has a sports show at 1 o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. He does... Everything sports, especially with what's in the current news. If I know we kind of chatted a little bit before Robert and uh, or before Dylan and Lana come in, uh, Lena, sorry, uh, we talked about you know golf. They had a big golf tournament. I know people. We, you kind of discussed in your last show about the importance of Tiger Woods. Well, and uh, uh, not necessarily the importance, but how I mean how important he is to bringing in consumers. But the fact that you know golf is kind of in trouble because. Tiger, really? Well, you look at the ratings. The the ratings from this past uh, Saturday, from from Saturday, so not even the final day, not even the 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 hunt for uh, you know the actual champion or the actual trophy of that of that tournament. You're talking about Saturday's ratings being higher than last year's Masters and U.S. Open. I mean the. the Two of the, so he is a, a certifiable draw. Well, and he's yeah. he's always been he's always been the the guy that could move the needle in golf, and he brought in casual fans, and he brought in you know an African American community that prior to this felt no connection to the golf world. I mean, he's not the first black golfer or African golfer or you know anybody of that sort of descent to ever play golf, but he was the first one to have dominance and to show it like that, and so. You're looking at the numbers, the television ratings, and uh, not just the TV side of it, but also the side that, you know, the people that are going out and buying tickets to go to these tournaments, you had record number of people showing up. It was like watching, you know, it, it felt so good to see a tournament have that feel, and he didn't even win. And the crowd was still, he missed that putt. He, he sunk a 43-footer on 17 to get within one. And then wow. I, I even know what that means. That's yeah, impressive. Yeah, to birdie and get within one. And then he had a very difficult about 36-footer to tie it up and send it into a playoff, and he missed that. But it still felt like it was a win, not for Tiger, but for the golf world. And all that, looking at it and how how much the, the golf world is reacting to this and how many people, I mean, his, his odds to win the Masters has just skyrocketed. And you look at the shelf life that this guy has left. 
How many back surgeries has he had? How many you know knee replay or knee surgeries has he had? Well, that was my thought because I know a few years ago he had some personal issues and then some health issues, and then I just figured he retired. But it, this is a full blown comeback then. Well, yeah, I mean, and he's been trying to come back for some time. And this is the first time that he's actually been healthy and able to come back. Not not that you know he hasn't always had the talent or the skill because he's still not vintage Tiger. He's still not two thousand seven. Tiger Woods that you know you if he was there on Sunday you were losing <laughs> you know the field knew it but I mean the guy's 42 years old you know I, I dang he he doesn't have that much longer to play mm-hmm. you know well, ja- Jack and that's w- when we now take him out the, back and, and, and no, treat him like old yeller promote <laughs> him to the seniors tour right because isn't that golf well you have that Dick mentioned this last week on the show and he he said you know is that beneath him does he go to the seniors tour and and that may that that may be a case and everything like that, but really, I, how many people are watching seniors tour golf? And, and well, he, how many will watch it if Tiger Woods? And he plays may bring, it? but then because that, that would be the Arnie Palmer's of the world, right? They're on that tour, are well, they? Arnie Palmer's has, is no longer with he us. He passed away. No, but I mean, he went into the. Yes, yes, he did, um, and and that's how he actually didn't retire until he was in his sixties. But Jack, uh, yeah, Jack got his last win, his last professional win when he was 44 45 <laughs> somewhere around that age so we're looking at tiger at a you know multiple surgeries in his past and just on the downhill age multiple partners too hey <laughs> i thought golf was a solo sport what do you mean dick i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah and <laughs> I, I, th- I agree with you uh about this could be his big hurrah this could draw people in droves like his last chance to. But when he's gone, you know it's what funny. Happens? You know this current p- political deal with Stormy Daniels reminded me a lot of when Tiger Woods got caught. So, for the, our listeners out there, I am not very well versed in anything. Outside well, the of reason sports. I say that is because what happened to well, Stormy Daniels? Well, Stormy Daniels apparently, I don't know what the full story is in the sense of he she had a relationship with Donald Trump like 15 years ago. And so people were bringing it up, and I guess I guess he might have been married. Or I think it's one of those kind of like he's a bad person. Basically, they're trying to say he's a bad person because he's in love with a porn star. And what was weird though is they would do news coverage in front of the strip places where she was performing, because that's what she was kind of riding the coattails of being in the news. Right. But I remember that having the same thing with Tyra Woods, where a lot of the people he had relationships with were a part of that industry. So that was part of the news coverage where. Wherever the golf tournament was, they were like promoting, like, "Hey, come to the place to see who Tiger Woods slept with." <laughs> and I was like, "Why? But why Tiger is this Woods news here?" <laughs> well, no, no. And I was like, "Why is this news?" And they're like in front of. I, I'm not kidding. I think it was the same thing. They're in front of the strip place, saying, "You know, Tiger Woods is playing. Well, you know, the, four miles down the road." <laughs> that was the thing. It wasn't that they were caught with someone it was who they were caught with same thing with hugh grant or eddie murphy well but it, if with tiger it wasn't necessarily just who but it was how many because it was well, reported it, like it was like it, i think it was almost triple digits wasn't it? it was close it was in the 80s that was reported now i don't know how many are factual or whatnot yeah. but i mean the man basically had he's a lusty man why do you think he needed so many back surgeries i mean <laughs> yeah, let's not be the real. golf well yeah like, i gotta limber up hold on <laughs> let's be <laughs> honest but that's yeah. It was, it was just kind of funny. The, the the same thing I was saw. I was like, man, that's kind of weird. That like, can you imagine that being your job, talking about this kind of stuff instead of golf? Yeah, I mean, or instead of politics, you know, instead of like you know policy and all that kind of stuff. It's like, no, let's talk about this stripper <laughs> who's doing a campaign, like literally an advertisement, going, yeah, hooked up with Tiger Woods. Come follow me at the every golf tournament he is. I mean, it's great. It's great. He had. Uh... He had a good streak there. Well, this is a, a rise, fall, and possible re-rise. Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, America loves that. I mean, come on. We we want, you know, you were this quiet, humble winner that was Tiger Woods that was so emotional and passionate. And a well, lot of people really liked him. And then and then when all this came out, it was, he's human. How can we tear him down mm-hmm. to the bitter bone? And then once we did. We bro- we, we're now building well, back Well, probably up. what happened was golf was like, oh, man, we're not making near as much money as we used to because he is part of the, he's one of the gears in the system, and it's like, all right, we got to get him back. But, see, my argument is is that he's not one of the gears. He is the gear. I mean, he well, is. Well, he's the biggest gear. But but I, I got to I gotta side with Jake on this one. It's like in tennis, you know, I remember the days of Jimmy Connors, Bjorn Bork, uh, Vita Segarolaitis, John McEnroe, 
Chris Everett, yeah. Billie Jean King. And it's like, oh, those were the greats. And then after them, others came. Monica Sellers, Andre Agassi, you know, all, man, I know a lot of tennis players for some odd reason. So there, there's always that that rotation or, or teams. You know, I remember the Astros that I remember was the Jose Cruz years where you can remember everyone. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're alive back then, sure, yeah, you right. can remember everyone. But with golf, I don't know of any newbies. Well, and and that's I, 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 the casual fan is being lost in the golf world. And yeah. I, I think that's where Tiger brings them back in. But then how long does that actually last? So. Stay tuned. Elizabeth Warren, you wanted to talk about when we come back? I think. I think yeah, we, we can talk about. They're you know they're trying to figure out who's running for twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to. Be. I like talking about sports. Sports. I mean, I just can we get an update on the Rockets when we come back? Sure. Y'all show. Y'all do what y'all want to do. That's right. <laughs> well, we have to take advantage of Jake in the in the house. You're listening to Morn's Lone Star. We're gonna take a music break, so stick around. these my whole life. Discovery Maps are awesome, but you know what's even more awesome? The free local guide to so many towns. Downloaded at discoverymap.com. Right here in my hand, I am holding the pulse of this town. The shopping, the food, stuff to do, cool places to stay, and stuff we like need to know about. Pick up the map, discoverymap.com. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star. Hold on. I got the Zippo waving in the air. Oh, my. Skippy's got a Zippo app on his phone you know what's for this crazy? very purpose. Does, you, do you people know, still do that at, at concerts? Uh, with their cell phones. I haven't been out. You can't do it the lighter. So they won't no like, carry a lighter in anymore, so you have a Zippo app on your phone. Do you know who the lead singer of Toto is? Um, Dorothy Gale? No, it's John Williams' son. John, like, the Star composer, Wars? composer, yeah. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, well, that's trivia. I thought I should know. Well, no, he. Well, he's not necessarily the one who was part of Africa, and that they got him after that guy. Oh, oh I think okay. He passed away. I think that's where they had to replace him. My only uh, Toto trivia. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Probably the musicians. You know, my only Toto trivia is that Rosanna was written for Rosanna Arquette. Actually, it wasn't. Yeah, he, I actually. No, I, the interviews say that was it was that was kind of like the story, but she walked in and he well. I actually yesterday read a quote on him where he said she what they he had a crush on her but she was dating another one of the band members, and she walked into the studio one day and they oh, were working. Really? On the I, song. I watched an interview saying that was just kind well, of well like somebody's lying follow up story. Yeah, right. Somebody's lying. Was that still a theme around here? Follow up. Oh, oh yeah. Dick has some great follow ups yesterday. On I'm actually the only one that ever Las does Vegas. anything. So <laughs> well, you do our follow ups. You're our follow up department. Yeah, he, he demand. <laughs> Follow up, still demand. <laughs> right? so, well, we have Jake from Jake from Sports Talk at one o'clock today. Yeah, he got Lone the Star right. Community Radio. Sponsored uh, by Sports Talk. You know, we're uh, we're we're. I'm kind of I'm I'm curious. Like the Rockets, I, I think the playoffs are coming up pretty soon. I know it's March Madness this yeah. month, and we got we got. A has problem. that even kicked off? Uh, well, so the first the the. I mean, I don't know. It depends on how you want to look at it. Uh, the first four are playing right now. So Tuesday, the first four teams, and then Wednesday, the next four teams. And those determine the last four teams actually in the round of of 68, or 64, sorry. So that's how that works. So these games, in in my opinion, they don't really matter because, you know, most of the time, these outside of the one played last night uh, in uh, Dayton, outside of that Dayton game, I don't think the rest of them matter. And the only reason why that Dayton one matters is because since it was brought into its inception back in 2013, uh, that that Dayton uh, winner has gone on to win the next round in the tournament every year. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. It, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Do you watch, do you follow college basketball at all? No. I, no, okay, no I heard, offense, I, but. I heard the bathroom door close. He he waits until we get on the air to go to the bathroom. Quick, get behind the booth. Let's let's change like, some stuff. He asked a question and then just walked away. This is the talk show version of putting on Stairway to Heaven. 
know, I, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to put on stairway. You're going to have stairway to heaven, or is it Freebird? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. You, you got a, You got a special. Well, you, you uh, mix playlist. it. You mix it up. Yeah, yeah, right. Is it a number one or a number two? <laughs> but boom, boom. So yeah, Dick figured he'd be safe just asking Jake about sports. Uh, I mean, I can ramble and rant, but I mean, I can see the lackluster leaving that Skippy's eyes. Between Toto and, and college. <laughs> no, I, I know, obviously, I'm in the minority that college basketball is a huge deal. It's just never been one for me. Well, I mean, I'm not a huge college basketball fan either. Mm-hmm. And not, not that I'm not a fan of it. I, I just don't, I don't know. There's so much going on in the sports world. I don't have time to follow it like I do college football. I remember a month or two ago, we, there was some kind of a scandal brewing in NCAA. Oh, it's uh, it's it's still there, and it there's tons of of conflicting reports right now, which makes this even more interesting. And it's conflicting reports from media sources, which is great. So you have all this speculation that's going on with with these universities paying players, and apparently Sean Miller's the head coach of the Arizona Wildcats, and apparently the FBI has him on tape for saying that, no, no, I'll give the player. $100,000. Don't you worry about it. We'll handle it. I don't have to go through you. Oops. Oops. Sort of situation. But there's reports saying that that's not actually factual. But the So who is actually reporting that that happened is ESPN. So you've got this megaopolis, you know, sort of sports media entity. And then you've got a lot of these other entities that are like, where are you getting this Someone's going to look like an idiot at the far end of this. Yeah. And I'm... It's awesome because you've got like 50 little guys fighting one giant guy. And it's it's really interesting from, from the uh, journalistic aspect of it. But then also, I think um, what the FBI is now delving into all of this is, hey, guys, you know, what you're doing is not just an NCAA fraction infraction. You're not just breaking the NCAA's rules. You're breaking federal rules because you're working for – a property of the states and That's thus right. and thus property of the government and so you know I, it's it's really interesting now that the F, the FBI popped in on this and they're going to hopefully crack down and we get some some real changes and I, my at the end of the day I hope I, I hope we get a fairer system for the players and I, no. I I'm curious what what's your take on the the pay to play my primary beef with with like college sports in general is that nowhere is it mentioned what their gpa is it's college colleges for education now i know it's turned into something college brings them up but here's the thing i'm hearing universities spending tens of millions of dollars on a new stadium so they're 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 hoping that their team is good enough to to draw on enough people over the next 10 years to pay for it on top of we were talking earlier about how in the student walkout this Baltimore school suddenly had it had a lot of financial issues, but it suddenly magically had a hundred thousand dollars to charter buses to get these kids down to Washington. Or is that hundred thousand yesterday when they needed books? So you have these universities saying, excuse me, you have these universities saying, oh, you know, we got to keep on jacking tuition and prices of books and stuff yeah. because of that. But we suddenly have fifty million dollars for an arena, yeah. a stadium. Well, and, that, and that's the problem. There's there's so much corruption that goes on within this system. And the NCAA, it, it's really funny. Do you all know how the NCAA got started? Do you all know how that institution became in, into existence? Three guys sitting around the table getting drunk and said, hey, I got this idea. Kind of, sort of. Really? So, uh, Ole Miss. Uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi, no, 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 not Mississippi State. Ole Miss. Uh, I was no. halfway there. No, I was don't, halfway don't, right. don't confuse them. Those are okay. two different schools altogether. So, Ole Miss signed a tv deal right right when the upcoming of television was was really starting out and live sports were becoming a true broadcasting thing that that tv could do well so they signed an exclusive deal with um i forget even who it was it wasn't even one of like a major affiliate or anything it was just a local market sort of thing but it it became a big deal because everybody was like well dang now these guys can have their games broadcasted every week and now everybody's going to watch them and they're going to become fans of them and you know we're not going to be able to get any players or any fans to support our school and so this lawyer sitting around a table getting drunk drinking some beer saying (laughs) i got an idea went to all these colleges and said hey look you sign up under here under the ncaa and i will get you television contracts i'll guarantee you all these all this money from these television contracts and they said, okay, well, what are you going to do about Ole Miss? And he said, don't you worry. I'll take care of Ole Miss. He went to Ole Miss, and he said, you forfeit your contract, and you join under the NCAA. You'll get your television money, just like you in the same view shift that you had before, 
but you're going to do it under the NCAA, not as an independent. And Ole Miss folded, and they said, okay. And that's how the NCAA got started. But then they controlled the TV dollars. So then they had the power. And then they said, okay, now you're going to follow our rules. So this lawyer just manipulated his way into the— there's Holy a, There's a great documentary on it. Um, I forget the name of it. I'll find it. I'll look it up in the break or whatever, but I'll look it up. It's a great documentary. I recommend everybody to go look it up and, and watch it. Well, I've got a, a whole slew of documentaries to be watching now. I've got Icarus because of Dick, and now I've got this documentary because yeah. of you. This is some— Who's Icarus? I, I would watch that you one. You should check out Icarus. It won uh, Academy Award, oh, yeah? uh, but it was, it's about the doping. Oh, but it uh, takes a surreal turn halfway through. But the doping with the Russian athletes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, my brother was telling me about that. He it's said on it was, Netflix. Yeah, yeah he said it was it really good. All right, it's 1044. We're going to take our last sponsored break. Stick around here on Lone Star Community Radio. And uh, we'll be back with more Us. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. 1046, we're going to start bringing this airplane down in a final approach. 55 degrees outside. We're going to get up another 15 degrees to 71. 1% 1% chance of rain today. That's all. We can't commit to 0%. Well, I, I, I've i got a bone to pick with our Houston area. Uh, Talk to w- me. Weather people, because, man, I, we we had it all planned out Saturday. We were going we to go out and, and do something outside because Sunday was supposed to rain, so we were going to stay inside, paint all day on Sunday, and it was going to work out perfectly. Well, it didn't rain all day Saturday. Our, we are supposed to get gutters replaced. Our gutters guy canceled because he thought it was going to rain. We went and did our uh, awesome stuff and everything on Saturday, but then we were like, "All right, well now we got to waste a, a good day inside painting." And I, they said, "I, I the son of a gun, weather people, let's go beat them up, weather people." So we were talking sports. Uh, I want to segue quickly into politics, but you were saying that there is a mayor who you found a good way you can take us from sports <laughs> into politics. From sports into politics. So WWE wrestling star Kane. Uh, I don't know if anybody ever. Grew, grew up watching WWE. I personally did not, but I don't know. It's really funny to see these celebrities. And Kane was a big celebrity, you know, back when he was a star in the WWE. But to see him running for an office position, and I'm not entirely sure what position it is, but it's in Tennessee. Uh, and it then makes me think of, you know, is Rock, is The Rock, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson actually going to run for president? It could happen. Who knows? You know, back in the 80s, there were jokes in comics books and, and sketch comedy shows about Trump being president one day. And look, here we are. Uh, th- actually, we can segue, but a little different than what I had intended to. So John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has, apparently, they don't know if it's a gag or not, but apparently he auditioned for it to be the, they're going to reboot Blue's Clues. Nice. And he was auditioning to be the host. And Steve Burns, the original host, who I swear quit because he wanted to a, pursue his music, but also he was going bald rapidly, and he didn't want to go bald in front of the kids. But now, you know, he's older and stuff. He's challenging John Cena's like, I think we should wrestle for this. No way. Oh, yes. So, I, would, I would pay to see that. What a great way to, because, you know, Steve Jones, I am taller than Steve Jones. Blues Clues. Or Steve Burns, I mean. Blues Clues off. I'm down for it. Right. Wrestle. <laughs> like when he, every time he punches him, it's. <laughs> And it's, so it'll be, hey, what's your clue? We found my teeth here, my spleen under the rock. <laughs> Thank you, Blue. Help. Blue's going to help me find my vital organs that John Cena ripped out in the, the second round. Well, yeah, so if, if the way The Rock Johnson runs for president and actually becomes president, he, like, comes out for his uh, State of the Union speech <laughs> and his pyrotechnics going off behind him. And then Cena comes out in the other end. He's like, you're not taking this speech. I'm doing this speech. And they wrestle. That'd be great. That'd be great. And then Blue would be the uh, Speaker of the House. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
I, I want to talk about this briefly only because uh pre-show i kind of put out a video said we would um just want to talk about the pros and cons of saying that you know you're native american and then kind of not putting your money where your mouth is but the other side of that is do you need to and and i'll give you a bit of history need uh, to what need to need to prove uh, elizabeth warren who's uh, high up in the democratic ranks and was floating an idea of a 2020 run as democratic candidate mm -hmm. uh has come out that this, this is one that Donald Trump mockingly calls Pocahontas because she's been going around saying she's part Native American. Well, as more and more time passes, even Native Americans are going, you're truly not. And she's like doubling down. Well, yeah, because my grandmother and grandfather, they had to elope because everyone hated that. Well, the Cherokee Nation brought out the actual wedding announcement. I said, well, if they had, you know, in fear for their lives and eloping, why is it in the, the paper? Yeah. Uh, you know. It's not, and she's refusing to, some newspapers said, just take the spit test. Take a DNA test to prove you're Native American. Yeah. Because here's the thing is she got positions and job applications. Based on it. Based on it. Now, here's the thing. Well, and that's why it matters. That's why it does matter that you have to prove it is because people will take advantage of that system, just like with colleges. Uh, and, and Well, said, let's flash back to Obama. And this is, remember the whole birther movement started actually with the Hillary Clinton campaign. That's the funniest thing of all. It was her campaign that started it. But, um. He, there were documents for forget the, the the birth certificate and stuff like that. That that that's different. He actually would put down on financial aid documents for a college that he was Kenyan from Kenya, born in Kenya, to get foreign yeah. financial aid. Yeah, and that's just why the trans his transcripts were never released. And I had an African American friend at the time that I was talking about. Well, he just needs to release his birth certificate and put this to bed. And she was very adamantly said, "No, absolutely not. He should not have to do that." I said, "Why not? You got." You got to prove you're a citizen," she said, "because it's never been had to had to been done before. No one running for president has ever had to do it." Yeah, but but they haven't. No prior person running for presidency has has utilized a foreign, um, you know. Right. So here's a pro and con. So is Elizabeth Warren, and I absolutely agree with you on that. So is Elizabeth Warren. Behold, I mean, is the new standard that okay if you're running for president, you got to take a DNA test? Uh, no, but if you're going to claim something like that, then yes. But are can you be compelled to actually, it's not my job to prove it. If you have a problem with it, it's your job to prove that I'm not. Well, I mean, how do you expect somebody? So then you're opening the door, the Pandora's box. Exactly. That's the They're thing. They're going to have people breaking in your house, trying to get a strand of hair, trying to get, a, you know, your toothbrush, uh, whatever else you may oh, use. See, here's the thing. She hasn't been indicted for anything, so you can't launch a, a criminal or even a civil investigation on her because... As of now, no one has said she's broken any laws. But people are going, well, just take a spit test. And she's saying no. So they're I, I think the moral of this tale is be careful what you say because to claim you're Native American or something, it's like stolen valor. Don't yeah, claim you yeah. were in the military if you weren't. Yeah. Don't claim you're Native American if you weren't. Don't claim you were born in Kenya if you weren't. Or don't claim you were born in America if you weren't. But part of, like, even for young people, just taking the presidency out of it, people who do it when, you know, to, to get an advantage with colleges because colleges have certain um, – I guess percentages that they have to meet in criteria with uh, the number of Hispanics that they let in, the, or the ratio of Hispanics, I should say, they let in the ratio of African Americans. Uh, so they, you know, people and Native Americans as well. So I could, if I wanted to, have put on any one of my college applications that I am Native American, but I am such a low percentage that it would not count in the eyes of of uh, right. any college I, institution. I, I think the legal standard is like something like one one eighteenth or something like one thirty second. You know, the second generation Texan, I think, or third uh, in our in our family, because I'm ninth generation Texan. Are you uh, now? I am. Uh, that second or third generation had Native American in it. So, uh, well, we so. already have listeners chiming in, and we want to keep the conversation going on that. So, in a situation if you're running for public office, what is the standard of you know? Do you need to release college transcripts, birth certificate, whatever? Because most jobs in the world you would have you know they have the right to so do a background check and check your transcripts make sure you did get the 4.0 gpa that so you then do you do you make a committee for that is that what that because you're not going to release that to the public like no that's not going to happen you're going to release it to a committee and the committee is going to say yeah okay hey everybody that's saying obama's not american like we but unless it's it. protected and again because then you gotta take another step back unless it's protected materials you have to have transparency the public has the right to know you can't just have a secret star chamber where they come out the world saying yeah trust us it's oh, okay we've got the illuminati already come on yeah right <laughs> um it all is all it's all going to go to a fisa court so do call us 936-647-3776 hit us up on facebook at mornings with lone star.com 
or uh you know call dick uh, directly i've got his phone number if you want to hit me up for it and uh weigh in on conversations like this we like to you know talk about some serious stuff from time to time we promise. Yeah, sometimes. When we're not talking about Steve Burns smacking down with John Cena. Ugh. Ugh. Nice name drops, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm like impressed. That? You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio mornings with Lone Star. We're going to be wrapping it up today. We have a full lineup. IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, Jake from Sports Talk will be on at 1 o'clock, followed by Justice is Blonde. That'll be a replay today. Uh, just to let you guys know, 25th Annual in Putnam County Spelling Bee tickets are being given away this week. All you got to do is go to Facebook. Just message us. Just say, I want some tickets. Or uh, 936-647-3776. Don't forget to go help out the fundraiser. I don't want to mispronounce the last name of it. Boytum. Robert Point Boytum. Boytum. Go go help them out, guys. That's yeah. happening this weekend. We'll be posted to our Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Uh, special thanks to our sponsors. We have Conroe, uh, Conroe Coffee. And then we also have Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and then Centurion Wealth Advisors. Nice. Yeah. It's good to see you guys. Don't forget, this show will be podcast at 8 p.m. tonight. IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We'll see you tomorrow. Special show host, guests, whatever you want to call it. Jason Owen from Connor Coffee will be joining us for the whole two hours. And no. we'll be having fun. Two hours of Jason? Two hours oh of Jason. Oh, my God. I might you come in for that not, one. Yeah, you cannot so miss that. stick around. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.